It is December and we are still stuffed from the turkey. <laughs> great. And we're getting prepared for, for Navidad. Uh, you know, I don't think a lot of us were able to attend Posadas or a lot of community events because we're still taking mindful of COVID. Um, but, you know, if, if this is your first time, let me introduce uh, who Chicas Politicas, quien somos, que hacemos, cuál es nuestro mensaje. Somos dos chicas políticas de la Costa Central y nos encanta la política. Somos mujeres independientes, tenemos pensamientos, una voz, uh, somos muy activas en la comunidad, uh, hablamos un poquito de todo. And I think most importantly, you know, I think with two chicas políticas is that we love our community mm -hmm. and we're, we're here to, to give our voice in a space that is safe. Mm -hmm. that we're not going to bite our tongue. We're not going to be uh, respectful of our elders and all those social norms that we were raised with. And if so be it that we call, we're called emotional women or nasty women, so be it. Okay, somos mujeres. Oh, what was the word that was used this week, this past week? Um, what was it? Was it flowery? Flowery language, flowery, flowery emotional language. women, right? Emotional, that yeah. decisions have to be cold stone i don't even yeah. know what the language was but and it's and it's crazy too because um you know rita and myself are two women on the central coast so we're located in san luis obispo county and somos dos mujeres que están orgullosas de nuestras raíces orgullosas de hablar español orgullosas de las tradiciones uh, amamos a la comunidad y lo más importante es que las dos reconocemos que tenemos una voz y que es muy importante apoyar a la comunidad Latinx. Es importante uh, crear conciencia, crear participación política, mm -hmm. especialmente en esos tiempos de que hay tantos temas que nos están afectando, ya sea porque somos Latinx o porque somos mujeres. Uh, I think just the fact that we take up space on earth, there's just so many issues, right, that are, are important. So if you are listening to us, just know that Chicas Politicas is not limited to just Rita and myself. We hope this podcast inspires you, motivates you, and that uh, it gives you a headspace to think out loud and to also resonate that you're not crazy. No estás loca. <laughs> yeah. You know, those frustrations, we feel them and we understand that. I think also, too, as Latinas, right, Rita, that Latinas are powerful. Latinas, we yeah. have so much, uh, you know, we stand on the shoulders of our ancestors. Latina women are beautiful. I always tell people Latina women are more than just a pretty face and beautiful hair. Yeah. We are we are vibrant. <laughs> we are chingonas and you know we handle our our shit. Yeah, and I think we're going to be talking about uh just women and um how strong women are and the situation that women are in now later in the podcast. So stay tuned for that conversation because I think women in general are, are we're just so strong uh females so fighting the five females um we're just so strong and i think it takes a lot of strength to navigate through this world as a female so um 
shout out to all the all the women that have they use flowery language out there <laughs> you are in our thoughts we're with you we're really proud of you um despite of um what old white men say about you yeah and just to give a little bit of context to what we're referencing is there was a special meeting on thursday and at the Paso Robles School District, there was an open seat for a new trustee member and multiple people applied. There was a young Latina mother of three that belongs to the district of Paso Robles, has a lot of legacy in Paso Robles, would have been an a awesome asset. Yeah, and, had like the work experience, mm-hmm. had the energy, had kids in the district. Mm-hmm. Um, had been a former district employee. Oh, yeah. So knows the inside and out, uh, has been active with the community. Has been active in PTA. Has lived in the community for a long time, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's um, it's it's a delicate subject. It's, it doesn't necessarily support the experiences of immigrants that just moved here, but still had that that's something that we can say about about her and she had the interest and the willingness to run for that open seat and it was appointment so the board the current board makes a decision on who mm-hmm. who takes on that seat and this is school board seat mm-hmm. uh, but we have seen from this school board like big decisions that have changed and caused um outrage across the county and across really the nation some of the news have made national news right yeah so what happened with the appointment with the appointment process so people know so what was interesting about the appointment process is that we're and we're seeing this all across the country it's not just yeah. limited to Paso Robles, but it has been very political it's been mm-hmm. it's been such a right-wing uh, agenda and once okay. again unfortunately majority of the school board is very clear that they have an agenda they want to protect mm-hmm. and that when they you, literally said that, right? Yeah, they literally said that. Like it's it's wild, <laughs> even just the just no tact. Yeah, right? no, no tact at all. No why would they? No politically <laughs> correctness, no, yeah. you know, no, it's just wild. Yeah. So, which once again, and it's frustrating, but I also feel like this is why it's so important to run for these positions. Because and we talked about last episode about mm-hmm. uh, open positions at school boards and why you need to run. So we're right. kind of giving you the next part of right. what happens when you run. And it's and it's really sad that because my heart breaks is I know that even alone filing the application, the language that has to be used, the trick questions, all these things. It was like one nine questions that everyone got. Yes. Very, very simple, some of them, right? But, some, but yeah. some are politically charged. Yeah, right? they were charged. And, and so it was like mm-hmm. kind of like filtering who was going to fit their agenda, yeah. right? So that's like step one is filling out the application. And number two is that there was interviews. And this is where mm-hmm. Adelita Hitchoff uh she she and you know that the interviews were open to the public so anyone could go in and mm-hmm. and listen yeah and then there was room for public comment and they were streamed as right well. and they were streamed mm-hmm. as well and Adelita was okay this is an uh an eloquent woman too mm-hmm. like it's is Adelita I, Latina she is Latina she is Latina and uh I've been able to talk to Adelita and Adelita's like Kisenia if you know me, I'm like one of the most like unemotional people. Oh, <laughs> so good. the fact that like <laughs> he labeled her, uh, he is school board president Chris Arend, who we've talked about a couple times. Yeah, he's he, the one that wrote that systemic 
racism is a myth mm-hmm. and went on to radio shows and it's given talks across the, the state, state about right. it. He's the one that introduced the ban on critical race mm-hmm. theory at the school board and got it passed. You know, he's the one that got you and got me to try not to speak <laughs> Spanish at the board, just catching you all up in case you're tuning right. in. And, you know, what's really wild is that he really went out of his way to label Adelita. Uh And I think there's a universal uh, issue and something as women, you know, a lot of the times in the board even said this, look, we don't want to make this about race. We don't want to appoint someone because they're Latino and quote unquote, they should be on this board. And and just as a, just for reference, um, the board, is it seven people that are on the board currently? Or I is think it it's nine? seven. I think seven. I'm so traumatized that I can't just, I can't even think. <laughs> and I think there's, anymore. how many Latinos are there on the board Zero. currently? Zero. We haven't had a Latino representative since 1990. So Nathan uh, is not a Latino either? He definitely does not identify as a Latino. Latino. He's never made mention about a Latino. He's never. So I would say no. It's Nathan. So no one self-identified as a Latino. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, So and and this is the wild part is that what really bothered me about this quote-unquote referencing a woman and and at times we people get so caught up about race okay Mm -hmm. fine if you don't want to put the race card quote unquote Mm -hmm. in there let's talk about women even though even though for race even though the school district has a big percentage of latino community Mm -hmm. latino parents spanish-speaking parents yes that they they literally said we're not gonna choose the diversity option that's not what we're here for that's not what maybe the next board will do we're not gonna do that and they literally said that and and it's hard Rita because there's so many ways they could have handled the situation they could okay if they didn't want to make it a race then they need more women on the board which once again they could have put another woman there's how many women only one there's just one just one uh but the the dominant is just a bunch of old white men and Mm -hmm. that's problematic because it's not representation and Mm -hmm. what was my issue with the way that Chris Aran referred to Adelita is that he labeled her as to have flowery language. And that was a way to, for Chris Aran to say, basically, you know, she's, she's coming from, she's speaking from an emotional point and then went as far to say that, you know, they, they don't need someone emotional and that women are emotional. And this is the same language we have seen time and time again. Mm-hmm. And this is my issue Rita, is that, okay, let's, let's take race out of it for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about women issues, mm-hmm. female issues. How many times as women have we not gotten that promotion because we men and people in power think that women cannot handle leadership positions because we're too emotional, right? This is this is the yeah. same thing we saw with um with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. this is the same thing that we yeah. see in the behind closed doors, whether it go be running for that promotion, yeah, running for that uh CEO position, yeah, whether it's um us even in relationships yeah it's it's the way that you gaslight women to believe that we are these delicate little flowers and that our our thought process can only be limited to as as an emotional being yeah and that's the part that frustrates me is that in that moment it wasn't just about Adelita it's been about all the other women that were constantly being told that we cannot hold powerful positions because we are women yeah and like with hillary clinton um you know whatever anyone thinks about her uh people kept saying that 
she was gonna be so emotional that she would start a world like World War Three, even though every single war in the history of the world mm -hmm. has been started by men. They were afraid that this woman was gonna start a war, you know, like it just doesn't make any sense. And spoiler alert, I guess we can say that Adelita didn't get the position, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Who got the position? Of course, someone that fit their agenda. It was definitely an old white man, conservative man, uh, former pastor. Uh, is he still a, a minister? I think he, he is, actually. I still? think he is. Uh, so, and, yeah. And it's very sad, you know, and it's one of those things where I think uh, we have to be reminded that even though, quote unquote, we didn't win this, we had three people that we supported. Mm -hmm. uh, none of the three, none of the three got the seat, but it was still a win. It was a win because we had two women mm -hmm. show up. Yeah. We had finally a Latinx representative show yeah. up. The fact that you just show up, that's yeah, a win. Okay. The fact that these two women spoke with truth and showed up authentically, mm -hmm. that is inspirational. Mm -hmm. That is powerful. Yeah. And we have to keep showing up in these spaces, yeah. there will be a breakthrough. Yeah. And I think one of the things that things didn't go our way, but it really pushed our cause to, yeah. to inactivate other people to get upset. Yeah. And I hope that they're upset enough to show up. So yeah. the last school board meeting will be actually tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, December 14th. Mm -hmm. So um, I know this podcast is recorded, so you'll probably hear this after the fact. But just know that if you can't make it to this school board meeting, try to make it to the next one. Yeah. You know, and so any meeting that you have around you, any meeting. Yeah. Just get just try to connect with the meetings happening around your community. Uh, they usually happen um, twice every month or once every month, depending on the, the body of government that you're looking at. And just listen to it even if it's like 15 minutes, just listen to it and you'll you'll be interested in joining or running for office after. I yeah. Guess. And I think, too, a lot of people are really good about giving like the cliff notes of what yeah. is happening. So if you know that one person or two people that are active, yeah. um, go visit their, their social media, yeah. go visit the clubs. There's and so more much and more information being shared. Yeah. And more and more uh, elected officials are also getting better at giving updates on what happened at a meeting which i think it's good uh but i still recommend people to go to a meeting because you see you see the body language you see that they're nothing more special than anybody else and i think it breaks down that idea of like oh wow he's school board member school mm -hmm. trustee or city council member you know they're just your neighbors and i think both and you and i can echo this message that Yes, it's great if you can call in, it's great if yeah. you can email, but these elected officials give preference to people who show up. Yeah. So for example, we've seen this happen uh, at the school board with Paso Robles and as extreme as the supervisor, uh, Slow County supervisor meetings where if you're, if you go to a school board meeting in Paso Robles, 
sometimes they won't even take callers. Sometimes they won't even read emails out loud, yeah. but they give preference to people that show up in person. Yeah. Same deal with the supervisor yeah. meetings. Yeah. You actually have to show up in person to participate. Yeah, there's no way. And I know that everyone is busy and everyone, you know, which is discriminatory on itself right. and lack of, a, a, it, it's not accessible for everyone, for mm-hmm. working people, people with accessibility issues, people that don't have a car, people, you know, et cetera. Uh, but that's the system that's being uh, upholded right now mm-hmm. by the people that are making decisions. Exactly. Right? And so until until we create a shift and we get elected officials that can mm-hmm. take all these hurdles into consideration and make it make it more equitable for all, we have to take up space now we with the have system to show that we up. have. Mm-hmm. And I have heard time and time again, Lita, that, you know, people are scared to put their neck on the line. Yeah. People are scared to say the wrong thing. People yeah. are scared to speak up. Yeah. People feel like they don't have a voice. People feel that they, they're not as eloquent. Mm-hmm. Uh, people feel like their voice doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but I'm here to tell you all of the above is false okay yes. we need you to at the very least take up physical space mm-hmm. i have gone to different meetings where i see conservative folk they do such a wonderful job rita showing up they bring for their people issues. yeah they fill up the room yeah and it's wild because a lot of the times I say even most of the times it's only three people that speak on their behalf, but yeah. they fill up the room. And yeah. I've seen, I've seen men coming from like construction work in their, in their work, get up, yeah. didn't even get a chance to go home, shower, yeah. get, get ready. No, they're showing up. They're yeah. making, they're, these are people who are taking time off of work, yeah. leaving work early, figuring out babysitters. I've even seen men that have come to county supervisor meetings and they ask that they have to leave because they have to work or they have a doctor appointment or something and they're they're given the opportunity to speak mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. you know and, and you know if there's a will there's a way I yeah say that right like if you want to show up and there's nothing wrong with people advocating for their needs it's like well, yeah okay, my time is limited I'm a constituent yeah and you're gonna hear me speak and yeah. it's gonna be on my terms and you know what I'll give credit where credit is due like they know how to work whatever yeah. they need to do and I would just love to see that same energy coming from liberal side yeah we're too nice we're too nice and i and too i respectful get, and i know that you're, you're you care i know that you're frustrated i know yeah. that there's things that you wish you could do but at some point all that all those feelings have to be translated into action yes and and i know that you send us your prayers and thoughts but it needs to be actionable <laughs> you've got to show up at the very yeah. minimum we love the likes the comments the repost the reshares prayers and thoughts yeah prayers and thoughts but you have to show up there's no and even when when the stakes are really high i even get emails or get responses from people that said well yeah but they don't care so why why am i going and it's like okay what if everyone said that mm-hmm. what is that what is it going to change if we take that that and, attitude and let me shift it a bit how about you show up for the people that do fucking care exactly and have shown up exactly. and i know i know rita because i run into these challenges too we change plans to go to these meetings and bless yeah. the hearts of our loved ones our partners because they know that sometimes uh 
we will have to cancel things. Yeah, family there. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not, I don't, don't miss, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's, we're not trying to be martyrs for the cause. And I don't want you to feel like, oh, but is it like, <laughs> no, we're not making it about us. But this is how crucial it is that do it for the people that do care. Yeah. Do it for the people who have the. For my friend who takes uh, her kid to the to the public hearing because she thinks she cares about her kids future and her future and she manages you know do it for uh, my uh, neighbor that attends even though she has heart issues you know and and she can't um she she just can't get that excited she still goes and it's it's really easy to say it's too far Mm -hmm. when most things are 20 minutes away of parents in county it's too easy to say i'm too tired it's too easy to say i have other plans but showing up helps a lot especially mm-hmm. like you said for the people that do care the people that are there mm-hmm. um yeah and i actually very hopeful also when the critical race theory ban happened <laughs> <laughs> not because it happened at that at the same district that we've been talking about but because it was a four to three vote i believe mm-hmm. and which means that we only need one more vote to flip that board, right? Because, and there's going to be, I think, two or three open positions in the next elections, or um, those of three, those two or three seats are gonna be up for reelection. Mm-hmm. So, and now, like you said, for this appointment, there were more people that showed up, more candidates mm-hmm. that, there, that were ready than before. Mm-hmm and uh, Latinas going Mm -hmm. for it and authentic representation and showing Mm -hmm. up authentically. So I think the numbers are adding up really Mm -hmm. well. And obviously there's so much work. Yeah, there's so much more work to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's just one district in the whole county, but it's only happening because people are showing up. Mm -hmm. You know, it wouldn't happen if People were not paying attention to it. If right. no one knew what, what was happening, if no one was reporting back, if there right. was no activism around, it just wouldn't have happened. And I think that's that just speaks volumes to the fact that, you know, it's it's not a race, it's a marathon, number one. Yeah. We know that there's a lot going on, whether it be our supervisors, city council, or school board members, mm-hmm. uh, but we have to consistently keep up the good fight, right? And I yeah. think I think the the news of uh, last week, I think it was last week, uh, December second of the uh, the U.S. Department of Education is investigating Paso Robles School District for discriminatory treatment of Latinx limited English proficiency parent proficiency parents and community members. And that just speaks volumes with that because this is the same district. We've been this is the same about. district, right? Mind you, we have been showing up, right? So to the people that say, well, I don't want to call in. I'm not going to show up because it doesn't matter. They don't listen. This is the thing, guys. We, Casa People's Action, have been showing up since January. We started working in December of last year. So mm-hmm. now we're up to a full year um, on this issue. And um, we, we showed up, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we took up space where important decisions are made at the yeah. school board meeting. And there was a reaction, right? You were trying yes. to be quiet. They were trying to quiet your voice. 
they're just resisting the fact right. that there were other type of voices in the room. Right. And we we emailed, called, went to measure M site visits, yeah. uh, spoke to so many people publicly, privately, advocated as much as we could. And it got to a point where we said, And you lost many of the battles, right? We did lose. We yeah. did lose. Um, there was progress in between, but it wasn't the progress that we need so yeah. desperately. Because yeah. now we're in a desperate situation where yeah. we need... If, if the school district and the board does not want to honor federal regulations mm-hmm. implemented mm-hmm. for equity for all, and, 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 you know, we're seeing this time and time again, mm-hmm. we, there, you know, there's offices, for example, the office of civil rights, you know, we felt as possible people's action that we were not being heard by our representatives. So we filed a complaint with the office of civil rights at the department of education. Is that right? It was the office of civil rights. And I think they take it up to see, uh, yes. And the, you're right. Yes. Um, so what, what happened was, is that we weren't feeling heard. So we filed a complaint. And mm-hmm. so that was very much up in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Are they going to accept this complaint? Maybe they see, you know, mm-hmm. giving the benefit of the doubt to this district. Luckily they took in the complaint. So now they're under a federal investigation okay guys this is huge the u.s department of education board of the let's do a recap so the same board that for the last year has been uh letting the the school board president as a system letting the school board president say that systemic racism is a myth that critical race theory should be banned uh, that the district is conservative, therefore they're going to get a minister on the board appointed, that it's not letting people speak in Spanish and public comment. This same board in Paso Robles, California, where you come and drink wine, most likely, um, is being investigated by the Department of Education. And let me clear up real quick so that we don't get sued. Uh-huh. Now, I guess we're, we're at that level. Of <laughs> Congratulations. Allegedly. I'm, I'm allegedly, just, allegedly, allegedly. 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 Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> I, I mean, I did see a few. I My voice was quiet, was silenced at one meeting. I will. Yeah, shout um, out to Rita. She I'm was, willing to testify. You're part of this. Yeah. <laughs> willing to testify anybody there wants me to be a witness i have my own experience with the school board president um but yeah so so he thought oh i'm just gonna be this is like this is my farm i'm gonna do whatever i want and i'm just rancho yeah it's my rancho uh aquí aquí el 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 papi soy yo no and he just went on oh and did whatever he wanted. He went, he's still, he's still talking about systemic racism as a myth at different counties in California. He's probably making money out of his racism, mm-hmm. got invited to different radio shows. And yeah, yeah he was, he, by the getting, way, my cat is here. <laughs> on, on Fox News. Yeah. Fox like, it's, just, it's just wild, I think, <laughs> Rita, to see how far someone is milking a situation that is yeah. very real. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to give a uh, disclaimer that my cat is around. She just woke up. We have a special guest yeah. today. She's very, uh, very vocal like <laughs> us. So you'll hear her just deal with it. And I think this is huge. And this alone, like, let me remind people, nothing has been decided, right? This is oh, quote yeah, unquote, yeah. allegedly. Investigation. Yeah. Allegedly. They're just um, looking into what Chris mm-hmm. Rand has been doing and the board. And the district. And too. the district. Because yeah, yeah. it's systemic, in my opinion. Yes. But that's yes. just my opinion. And 
the thing is, even a loan for a complaint to be accepted, though, that is a win. So yeah. regardless of the outcome. Because it doesn't take any complaints. I'm right. Guessing, it has right? to be pretty How serious. Many, yeah. right? And it needs to be legit. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think this is the part that this is why it's important to show up to these meetings is that yes. you have to be able to document yeah. and be there and witness. Because yeah. sometimes when what I'm learning, too, is when things are recorded, they don't record like everything, like even camera angles and body language Ah, and everything and the context of things is so important to see who is there because sometimes they do use uh, tactics of intimidation. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to a school board meeting in Paso Robles and I know when the issue with the CRT was up for discussion, there was five police officers there. I know. And it's like all these microaggressions or even aggressions to intimidate people. And it's, and it's one of those things of why you have to show up to see the madness for yourself, because sometimes I feel like it's fun sometimes people might think I'm making it more, more like worse than what it is. Like I will like legit put after I attend a school board meeting, I've been putting on there, like Yesenia marks herself safe from the school board meeting. It is, it can be, um, yeah. If you're into like haunted houses and. (laughs) roller coasters oh this might God. be this might be for you a chamuco, to, yeah. Like you're on that. <laughs> yeah this might be for you yeah but this is a this is a step in the right direction yeah, and for it sure. just comes to show that when you consistently show up and advocate for an issue mm-hmm. and you're starting to see that you have to go back to the drawing board because mm-hmm your concerns are not being addressed and hey there is a hierarchy yeah. of of offices that are there to support you if you feel you're yeah. not being heard but it's not it's not fair to just complain about circumstances if you're not actively participating and i will tell also people this you can't just go to the office of civil rights and say this is my complaint no you have to document so much yeah. that for this reason it's so crucial that you do attend these meetings you support people yeah. who are putting their neck on the line and save the receipts if you see uh discrimination justice happen save the receipts take a picture take mm-hmm. a video take notes grab witnesses yeah and share that information too with active people i know shout out to all the people that have been sending me things uh <laughs> you know uh, you know maybe they can't this is what i mean too like we, I think Rita and I are asking you like, look, we want you to take up space. I understand it can be hard, but if you can't physically go, number one is take up space. That's what yeah, we need. Take physical space. If you can't take up space, then at the very least, hear the recordings, inform yourself and also share that information share, with a friend, with a yeah. neighbor, with someone who may not know. Forward that email, mm-hmm. reshare that Facebook post. If you're right. There. If, reshare the mm-hmm. story or the post, whatever. Even like, for example, I know what the. Share this podcast. Yes, share this podcast. Huge. This is like the cliff notes, and hopefully we're entertaining you along the way, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's the biggest thing also with the. Uh, with supervisor meetings too, right? Like even if you can't, even though they're not reading emails out loud, you should still hold accountability to your elected officials and send those emails. Those are records. Those are public records and they they can be used later on in different Mm -hmm. ways. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yes. And, (laughs) and that's the thing too, right? Is, you know, support, support the ones that have been showing up time and time again, check up on them, give them that compliment just to be like, Hey, uh, I see what you're doing and you're doing great because a lot of the times 
we get so caught up in the negative aspect that sometimes it so is negative. Yeah. Is, it's, it's sometimes negative is more loud yeah. than the positive. Yeah. 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 I mean, share criticisms for sure. Everyone has to be held accountable. And sometimes we are in this tunnel vision mode. Um, but support more than anything. <laughs> don't, don't just share criticism if you're not going to be doing the work as well. Um, and I think that kind of takes us to our next uh, subject, which is has to do with the county board supervisors. Unless there's anything else that you want to add, yes, Anya. No, that's that's basically it. You know, there's but props props to positive people's action. Shout yes. out, shout out to all the happy women over there. happy birthday on, on working on this issue. Yeah, it just proves that you know consistency and staying on it. Um, those does have its positive uh, mm. results and I think it's very positive that now the district is on you know uh, is on a on a watch list <laughs> yes look and you know what's really interesting Rita um people do act differently when they're being watched yes and and when I mean although did watched, they know did they know that they were be, did they they already knew about the investigation when they made the appointment oh yes Yes. Wow. But this is the thing, right? This is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Accountability, right? They, they had the, when I say they, I am saying the school district, uh, the superintendent, deputy of superintendent administrators and board, because it is a collective responsibility. Right. And what's really wild is that Paso Robles school district has been even international news at this point for many different issues, right? Uh, not just Latinx issues. And it gets to a point though, Rita, wouldn't you think if I'm like the superintendent that I would talk to the board or have transparency during that appointment and, and, and speak on behalf to say, as, as your superintendent, I do ask that we need to take a step in the right direction to heal our community. And this yeah. is another opportunity to do that. Yeah. Instead, he stood there silent. Same deal with the uh, deputy of superintendent. Mm-hmm. She's a woman. Why didn't she speak up? Uh, and, 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 and I don't have know. That moment, I don't know? know if everyone catches it though, the way <sighs> we do, to be honest, because I heard some things being said on that appointment that I was like, oh my gosh. And the other people were like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like saying that the district is a conservative district, so they have to continue putting more conservative people and that they're not gonna, they're not gonna go the diversity route and they don't really care about uh, how many men or how many women. And it, it's just, I get, I get the, the reasoning like HR, you are not supposed to be mm-hmm. making decisions based on gender or, or race. But read the room, you know, you're being Mm -hmm. under investigation Mm -hmm. because you are discriminating against Mm -hmm. uh, certain communities and you are just out there saying we're going to continue doing our conservative uh, plan the way that we have been doing Mm -hmm. it. And then they choose someone that is completely not qualified, has Mm -hmm. lived in the district less, has Mm -hmm. no kids in the district. Uh, has not participated in anything that has to do with the school district, mm-hmm. uh, leaving a really good candidate behind. Mm-hmm. When I get it, if they both candidates were the same, and then you're like, mm-hmm. I'm not considering diversity, I'm not considering gender, mm-hmm. but you actually went beyond um, to try to get the person that does not is not even qualified just for the sake of your own agenda, and make and make it very clear out there. 
that's why. And I think what's what's really hard to be that like, yeah, giving people the benefit of the doubt. But this is not just an isolated incident. Is like not. there's there's have been so many times to grasp yes. those moments that either by this point, I feel like either A, your silence is a choice yes. or B, your silence is because you're trying to uh, tread softly and you don't want to put your neck on the line. Yeah. And, but this is the thing. These are also graspable mm-hmm. moments that you have to grasp them in real time because the community yeah. is watching and, and people, yeah. people in power are being quiet. And you are not putting your neck on the line, but leaving mm-hmm. other necks on the line. Because this is not about um, about you just, oh, I'm just not going to get involved. There's right. people that are hurting. Right. And I will say this. Tim Gearhart, trustee D- Tim Gearhart and Nathan Williams did advocate for Adelita. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and I appreciate that. By her that. qualifications, right? Right. But and I will say, but what's what's really hard about this school board is that one and two voices on that board aren't going to, sh- the, the, the board is so slanted mm-hmm. and that's just the makeup that they have. And it's clear that they're trying to secure that stance that this is now our community's call to action, not just limited to pasarones. You have to run. We have to have more people run. There will yeah. be a breakthrough. And I'm not just talking school board. I'm talking supervisors city council uh we need to have representation in committees right mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know important committees that talk about issues yeah you can on a city level committee, yeah. uh you know so much going on and you didn't have to run for office you can mm-hmm. just volunteer for my and you have to show up to vote too mm-hmm. like we need votes at, at the very least yeah yeah and speaking of um now we'll do transition speaking of conservatives trying to use their current majorities to stay as a majority for years to come it takes us to our county board of supervisors um, and redistricting which we have been talking about quite a few episodes now um it's december mid-december and most of the country is wrapping up their redistricting process so wherever you are, your county is wrapping up the redistricting process. Your state is trying to wrap up everything as well. And maps uh, that are going to be used for the next 10 years um, are being finalized. And so that's what's happening in our county tomorrow, December uh, 14th. Uh, the county board supervisor is going to be taking a final vote on the map that they already chose last meeting. And the map that they have chosen, and this is per um, media, not not any party or any spe- specific group, but the media has done um, here in in our county. This the biggest newspaper is the San Luis Obispo Tribune. Um, they have done analysis of the map that the Republican majority went for, and have shown that it has. Um, huge gives huge advantage to the Republican Party to continue in power, even though they don't have really the numbers in the county Mm -hmm. to support that majority, which makes it a gerrymander map. Um, And if you see the way that the map has been drawn, uh, you know, meeting after meeting, a majority of the public showed up to say to oppose the map that they ended up choosing. 
and they didn't care. They just went for it. They chose a map that gives them uh, three out of out of five districts very easily. Um, and the shapes and the way that communities have been split um, and put together is just a very obvious gerrymandering um, decision. So that's where we are. Um, it seems like community is coming together to either bring a lawsuit or start a referendum um, on the map, but it shouldn't come to this. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have to cost hundreds and mm -hmm. hundreds or thousands, thousands of dollars to get um and I think that's fair maps. That's yeah. the frustration too, right? Is we're being put in into hard positions, but also let's take accountability too, right? Yeah. In the sense that uh we did have people run for office yeah. for supervisor seat. And this could have been prevented. Yeah. Right. The easy, easy way. Yeah, but easy, the easy way, way out, yeah. right? Two years ago. All yeah. you needed to do is now to just show up and vote. Last year, yeah. Right. But now, now we're here. Yeah, and we now didn't, we didn't come up and 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 that was the issue with the redistricting people were advocating mm -hmm. and shout out i saw quinn brady working so hard yeah. to to organize and get people to know what was going on mm -hmm. her post um and and others we need to have better communication though we need mm -hmm. to show up for folks uh and and if more people would have spoken up i and it's hard, right, though, because then you look at the makeup of this board where it is it's the, majority, the, same thing. It's the, the same majority thing. has that power. It's a three to two vote It the majority. And this is a this is a problem, right, because we in every episode, we tell you that you need to show up, that you need to speak up. People did that. Mm -hmm. People showed up. People spoke up um, majority every single meeting. And then the, the in November 30th, mm -hmm. uh, the board, regardless decided to make their own decisions, even lying on what they were allowed or not allowed to do. The media was covering it. Uh, all the attention was on that, on that uh, vote and they still use their majority because they know that their seats are up for grabs in this June. And if they don't have the majority of voters, then they will not win. Yeah, and, and that's I think that just comes to speak to why they were securing the the districts, right? Yeah. They were trying to really manipulate it because they know yeah. they know it's they just know. a matter of time, it's right? And time. so hopefully um, there can be damage control and we don't have to live with this decision for the next 10 years. But even if that is the case where we have to live with this the next 10 years, once again, here we say it again. Let's get behind the candidates that are running now that some have already announced their 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 campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, if you can't show up, donate money to them. If you can't canvas for them, uh, share the information on social media. Yeah. We have to have a united front yeah. and really push for sometimes it's not necessarily winning, but it's just progress. Exactly. Right. It's, it's the less of the two evils. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes, and I and I know people get frustrated on that, but that's where we're at, right? Right now, I think if we if there's more folks yeah. showing up and saying, "Hey, I'm going to run for office," yeah. Um, then yeah, let's 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 go for the best candidate. But sometimes yeah. it's just about the progress, right? Knowing that at least we're one step uh, forward, and as as campaigns are going to get ready to launch and and be extremely active, and some are already really active we have to really show up where it, where it counts, which is the votes. Yeah, and it's we have to take accountability, like you said, for not showing up and, and not voting 
And for example, in this case, in the primary 2020, we could have flipped that board mm-hmm. before all of these things that we've seen in the last year happen. Like, you know, the same board raised their own contribution limit from $5,000 mm-hmm. to $25,000. They chose the most restrictive voting model, which got rid of early voting. Mm-hmm. They uh, are trying to get voter ID mm-hmm. uh, implemented in our county. Uh, people that are out of the county are probably like, where the hell is this? <laughs> This is slow county Texas, uh, like some people call it. I'm laughing because then if I don't laugh, then I cry. I know. And <laughs> and it's um, it's been an awful year. They try to this same board try to get one of the Republican supervisors attorneys to be the current recorder. Oh, so the person that gross. runs the elections that didn't happen, luckily, but it was very close from happening. Um And now this board is deciding who votes and where and when they vote. So let me backtrack. That alone is a win, though, too. Um, Not getting the attorney. Yeah, because, right? Like, we have to take our wins, right? We have to celebrate that win. But that only happened. Like, that was their agenda. They were were positioning themselves. The only reason why it didn't happen is because eyes were watching, ears were listening, and people were making sure that that did not happen. So that just comes to show that, if, if, if people come together, there can be progress. Yeah. And I think now it just hurts so bad, yeah. right? Rita? Like it this was for all the marbles so kind of thing. Painful. It's yeah. so painful that we have to do better. We have to, yeah. we also have to be held accountable, right? Yeah. And we, and we have to um, get like be held accountable because we are not running for office. We're not mm-hmm. supporting campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tell you to look into running for school board so much because sometimes that's the entry point. Mm-hmm. That's your uh, entry to government. And it's mm-hmm. the easier, one of the easier positions sometimes, depending on the board. Um, and then you, maybe you can run for city council after that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just run for city council if you if you want to, if you can, if you think um, you can get the votes. So, and then maybe who knows next you run for mayor or next you run for county board supervisors um but usually that experience helps you a lot when you're running for office and so the work that we didn't do four years ago is that we're right now uh harvesting the results of that lack of work so where Mm -hmm. do we want to see ourselves in 2024 and beyond and beyond right we have to be doing that work now and I know we were talking about this before the podcast and how sometimes at some point someone, a group or us, I don't know, we have to start thinking, okay, let's put in the work for 2024 Mm -hmm. and focus on that Mm -hmm. and take the hit Um, because we're so often just responding to the urgent and mm-hmm. Republican party and conservatives are really good at creating that chaos, right? Where you're just so busy <laughs> trying to just survive. Putting out the fire. Yeah. Like what you <laughs> had to go through in that district with ethnic studies, mm-hmm. critical race theory. And now we're here in the Supreme court decision on Roe v. Wade. Uh, you know, it's just all these things that you're just trying to stay afloat and trying to, they, it, it, they create a situation where, you are you feel like you're being attacked left and right and you just cannot focus on the work that needs to happen today so we can get results in in years from now so yeah and i and i think too rita and i see this often time and time again with with um with latinx community and and women especially to me 
we don't have a lack of amazing people that are qualified for the job. We lack confident people. And there's so many women in this county, Mm -hmm. in this world that are powerful, that have a voice, that their heart is in the right place. They could do so much good, but we sell ourselves to this idea that our resume is not good enough. We lack the experience that we um, are not the AOCs, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 you don't have to be an AOC. You don't have to be like a certain way. You don't have to be, you don't have to have the studies. You don't have to have the experience. You don't have to have, no, you just have to believe you have to have principles. You have Mm -hmm. to believe that you're doing this for the community and you have to, you have, you do have to build a community around you and know how to, how to do that because without it, you just don't have the votes. You don't have support. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're, you know, diving in, um, into the nothingness. Yeah. And that's why it's important now that if you do have interest in, if you're, if you're sick of sick and tired of feeling sick and tired and feeling defeated Mm -hmm. and you're frustrated and angry enough, and you want to run for office, if you're in Slow County, reach out to Rita, reach out to me, reach out to... Um, if you're in any county in California, just let me know. Right. Yeah, let, let, yeah, let Rita know. Chicas sure. Politicas yes. uh, We're here to support you. And I think that's the part I know for me, Rita. Um, I go hard for my community because I love my community, right? Mm-hmm. I know we need representation. Latinos are growing more and more in, in this country in these counties and these cities where, you know, we were talking about Pasadena School District, more than 50% of students are Latinx students. So we need the representation. I don't care how much I'm hearing that, you know, we don't need diversity or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We need to see ourselves in those, in those seats. And I think even uh, having, having a Latina, Latino, uh, supervisor would be amazing right for, for any yeah. county right yeah. um, and that's the thing too is that we have to do the work now and I really do encourage you all especially women to now is the time you can build yeah. up that resume now yeah right? you can build up that confidence today yeah you can uh today is me the day that you get so inspired that you say you know what today's the day that I promised myself that Four years from now, I'm going to walk into that school board meeting with confidence and I'm going to own it. I'm going to speak. I'm going to push myself in different ways that I hadn't before. I'm going to take up space, not feel guilty, not feel like I'm being a a, a white savior, even for the white women that are listening to this podcast, because we do need you Mm -hmm. Um, as women of color. We need to uh, break the glass ceiling. Sometimes that glass ceiling is just filing that application sometimes it's just throwing your name in that race yeah sometimes it's just being registered to the race we may not even get a chance to run in the race because that's just the systems that be that are just so oppressive but the fact that you're breaking those barriers to at least say okay um now we are applying yeah that now i'm running for it yeah and I don't know where I got some of my confidence, but I feel like that's the feeling that drives me the most. It's like, if if anything, I'm just going to throw my name in the hat mm-hmm. to show a an option, you know, right. the, a contrast. Um, even if I'm not, even if they don't call me, even if they don't appoint me, even if they don't vote for me, you know, you just have to sometimes do it 
even if it's for the sake of having someone with your name, with your last name, or that looks like you in the mix. Mm -hmm. uh, because at that point, then it will be a conscious decision by others. And that's others are also us when we decide to vote for someone. And you really do inspire other other people. And it really creates um, a hope. I know having, having Adelita run gave me hope. It gave mm -hmm. me to feel like I could give a big sigh of relief and you're so right like, like that was breaking a ceiling mm -hmm. running and having uh those candidates was breaking a ceiling in in that district and if if it wasn't completely broken because the appointment didn't happen it wasn't because of them mm -hmm. not trying to break mm -hmm. the ceiling it was uh, because the systems that we put in place or decisions that we all as a community decided to do mm. or decided to make or decided not to make mm -hmm. um, made it this way. But those women are there tapping. Yeah, and then it inspires other people. And, and I think, too, when you apply to these positions and you throw your name in the race, it just also lets those that are, are, are in power, it lets them know that people are watching and participating yeah. actively, right? Yeah. And I am hopeful. I am... Rita, it's been such a tough year, and I yeah. guess, and because I'm sure we're going to record probably maybe we another should. episode before the year ends, and maybe that will we be should. our topic, looking, reflecting back on the year, yeah. but you know what, there, I've been seeing a lot of amazing women, um, yeah. color of women, white women, trans women, yeah. uh, all different types of women, Um upping their game yeah and i've been seeing so many amazing things we so many good allies yeah. too stepping up and i think we have to i think sometimes i think we are hard on ourselves to like feel like oh my gosh it's not working or yeah we're not getting the wins that we want or it's not progress but i think we get so caught up in the work of that yeah that it's like we're trying to put out that fire and yeah. now there's results where you realize that now there's wind blowing the fire and now it's expanded but we need to take those pauses to like recognize okay yeah the the wind blew the fire but at least we are getting more people interested to come out and join us whether it be with buckets of water with new firefighters yes. or people calling other areas to come and help do yeah. the heavy lifting yeah and um one thing that I think um, we should feel very hopeful about is that um, we might not get to see the results of the work that is happening right now, mm -hmm. but the results will come. Mm -hmm. you, you, yeah. you bet that they will come. And the stronger that we are today and then we become today, the, the easier that the fights will be next year and, and the following year. So I'm really looking forward to coming back and like mm -hmm. reflecting on what we expect next year to be which i know right it's going to be a roller coaster <laughs> but i i also know that we have been planning on in in this um effort and of uplifting other voices we want to come back next next year with mm -hmm. another season of chicas Pulsicas. we might take a little pause at the beginning of the year but um we should definitely come back with another episode. And then next year, I think we want to start getting guests into yes. the podcast. Oh, yes. So if you know someone that's interested in, in talking and just uh, being part of Chicas Politicas, just let us know. If you are 
interested, if you're listening and you're interested in being part of the conversation, uh, let us know because that's what season two is bringing, I think. I think so too. And I think I see that too, uh, Rita, that women are leading in so many different ways. And there's, Mm -hmm. there has to, like, that's my biggest thing too, is like diversity of thought. As Latinas, we don't all think the same. We don't all have the same uh, blueprint, you know, everyone has a different style. Yeah. And, but we're all needed, right? We're all needed in the movement to better. And, uh, and we're excited. And I think that's the biggest thing that we need desperately is, to have platforms that others can stand on and yeah. can feel safe enough to know that they're going to be supported. They're going to be heard yeah. and that we're walking with them side by side. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's the 2022 goal of building platforms. But I do think that everyone currently, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you do, you have a platform. Mm-hmm. You have your friends uh, following you. You have your family who looks up to you or listens to you. Um, you know, you have your colleagues that exchange mm-hmm. uh, words or news with you. Those are platforms. Mm-hmm. And so use them uh, responsibly. Don't give voices to those that are writing about systemic racism is a myth. <laughs> they <don't laughs> uh, But you yeah. use your platform, use your platform, yeah. use your platform, use your platform. And if you have, if you have a voice, yeah. you have a platform. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing, like, there's been so much greatness before us and we're in dire need of new greatness. We're in dire need of new leaders, new activists, new, new, new supporters, new Mm -hmm. allies. And I'm, I'm hopeful. And even in the madness of everything I've been seeing, especially in the last few weeks, whether it be through the school board here in Paso Robles um, or the, now the new map that this, Super, this county of supervisors decided on mm-hmm. it's activated people to get upset enough to say okay yeah. now i'm yeah. ready to join the fight and this is like across a party lines people are just upset at the injustice mm-hmm. and the and, and the compound of injustices too in the county which it's it's uh it's becoming really hard to miss mm-hmm. which um it's sad but it's also good because it's perfect timing 2022 mm-hmm. they're going to be races pretty much the entire year that you can support um that you can run for and so 2022 you know take your break take january wherever you need to take <laughs> are, yeah but 2022 <laughs> is going to be hot yes and <laughs> as we're wrapping up this podcast with that because i think it's important to, to also reflect and, and be grateful tell me what's one thing that you're grateful for Oh, one thing I'm grateful for, um, I think it's the support that I have, mm-hmm. the support system that I've been able to build. Um, you are part of that support Aww. system. You're super sweet all the time, super su- supportive. <laughs> uh, my family, um, the community, the sweet messages that I get. Mm-hmm. This entire week has been just sweet, sweet messages from different people that I I had a meeting the other day with someone and I thought they were going to complain about something to me. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to go to this meeting. And it was just the sweetest, the sweetest meeting. Um, they, instead of complaining, they were telling me how proud they were of everything Aww. that we have been doing and um, how far I've, I've, I've come. And 
it was super unexpected, but you know, those that that's I'm very, very thankful for it. Just the support, the, the pouring of love and support mm-hmm. in the in tough times, you know, mm-hmm. tricky times. Um, so yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna start wrapping up my year with with that feeling. Yeah. What about you? What are you thankful for? Oh, there's so many things to be thankful for, but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna echo what you say. I'm thankful too for the support system because I think it is it is hard to be women and yeah. to be saying things that make yeah. others uncomfortable. Yeah. And to uh because as much as you see us maybe in the light out there <laughs> being powerful and walking in our truth and, and, and speaking yeah. and, and acting out. Um, <laughs> we care so much that we take things home with us yeah. and we have our moments to be transparent with you where I am crying <laughs> and I'm having a pity party for one. Really? And, yes. <laughs> and um, I, I have the love and support of friends, family, a great partner, and I'm just thankful for that. And I think, especially during COVID time, it just makes me humble to be so thankful that yeah. we've made it this far with friends and families, that we have health and that, you know, with, with COVID, I think my biggest takeaway is, because uh, I'm thankful for like my support system, that my support system has been able to go with me luckily I haven't lost uh, a loved one Mm -hmm. but I know that I have like acquaintances or people that I know that have passed away yeah um and it just makes me be grateful like even in the midst of all the ugliness yeah uh uh-huh that there's so much to be thankful for yeah 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 and I know we don't always bring the happiest of the news here. <laughs> so we deliver and, it with uh, fire. So my my coworker was asking me the other day. She was like, "Oh my god, I want to listen to the podcast. What kind of news do you listen? Because I need to like think about something else other than politics." I'm like, "Oh, it maybe it's not the podcast for you today. Listen <laughs> to it next week." We, we work on Vita because I will say I am thankful. I'm sort of thankful for Vita. Uh, Rita has been someone who we met our it's it's amazing Facebook reminds you like when you meet people like, I can trace back like when we literally met that really? first message that you like <laughs> sent over to me and and I think um you know regardless if you're religious or the universe or the creator whatever it is that you believe just know that you're supposed to be exactly where you're at yeah. and that things are happening for you yeah. and the right people will come. And I think yeah. uh, meeting from me, Rita is testimony of that is oh. that the right, I wouldn't be able to accomplish a lot of what I'm able to do if I didn't have amazing people like Rita in my mm. life to that I can call and say, Hey, this happened. Okay. What's, what's the drawing board looking? Let's go back <laughs> and see what, what can be done. Who needs to get that phone call? um okay chale ganas you know I see you yeah um it's okay you know or the hey this happened oh my gosh it's so awesome <laughs> like hey yeah yeah you know and, and it's and it's one of those things that just comes to show that at the end of the day Rita we're just people sometimes just chicas you know? yeah sometimes I was telling someone else sometimes we just have a little bit too much motivation <laughs> Yeah, you have a lot of motivation. But but we we're just people. We're Mm -hmm. just people, mostly tired people. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we're and I I, I'm really I'm really happy that we're able to laugh uh, through it because none of this 
uh, I try to gain, gain some perspective sometimes. Like mm. all of this is super important, right? And it does have institutional repercussions and it has um, sometimes very real life effects on people's life, you know, where right. someone's going to send their kid to school, you know, mm. how close they're their bus stop is going to be mm. what time they're going to get to work because of a decision that a school board makes right. or who am I going to vote for? How are they going to listen to me? How mm. much COVID relief am I going to get in my, right. in my, uh, for my household because of who I'm electing? Um, I understand the heaviness of that, mm. but I also know that we have to take it light because if we start going down that negative mm. uh path it's just it just doesn't serve us you know mm. and there's so many people that have come before us are so inspirational you know mm. and we we can only do what we can do with the time that is given to us mm. and mm -hmm. so respect our humanity and, and give us time mm. to rest so mm. yeah let's talk more about that next episode we'll yeah. try to make it light uh wrap up the year yeah and then we'll be taking a little pause most likely and then come back reloaded yes strong and i promise <laughs> we are gonna talk about uh empowering things inspiring things yeah. happy things too. yeah allies and mm -hmm. uh, yes hearing people's yeah. stories hearing other Latinas. people doing the work mm -hmm. yeah hearing concerns mm -hmm. yeah so that's the episode today. Uh, a lot of progress. Sometimes you gotta take one step back, two steps forward, or two step back, one step forward. But we're moving. That's the important thing. We're adelante. Moving. Yeah, adelante. Okay, people, thank you so much for tuning in. Share this podcast. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, we do see you. We need to be more active, but yeah. uh, we're, I just, think we need we're just busy. <laughs> and if you want to be part of the podcast, send us an email, send us a message. We'd love to have you here, even if it's just for a couple minutes. So, bye. Have a good December. Adios. We'll be talking soon. Bye.